Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, uh, Lou Sanders here, actually, CEO of uh, Cuddle Club and a few other things. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about the other things, okay? Um, because they largely don't exist. Um, so this week, I'm bringing to you, as if you've not heard of her, Ashling P. I'm actually bringing, I'm actually bringing her into. Yeah, you might not have heard of her, but I'm bringing her to you. Um, I'm not going to introduce what she does. If you don't know what she does, I do recommend getting a television set. Um, but we had a very interesting chat. We're friends in RL. Sounds for real life. Um, so we could cut the chase, you know. Uh, we had a few problems recording it, though, because I don't want to blame Ashling's technology because she's done broadcast quality shows from her house <laughs> and yet on Cuddle Club. Well, here's more of the issue, I think. We didn't have a producer for this one, and it really does go to show that you do need a producer. Okay, well, I well, it really goes to show I need a producer. So there's a few issues with the sound quality, but not the quality of the content. Winking, can we put a wink uh, sound in there, please? Uh, but yeah, but it's a lovely episode. Um, I think you'll find it quite interesting. Ah, now uh, I need to point the finger definitely closer to home again because I wasn't recording for the first 10, 15. Uh, so <laughs> We have to go back in time. The, the whole thing is a bloody mess, but we've pulled it together. And I think we've got a little something for your ears. So please enjoy. Try not to judge. And um, kiss, 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 kiss on the neck. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, hello to the listeners and hello to Ashling twice. Uh, <laughs> hello, Basically, I said hello to Ashley. We had a great old chat for 10 minutes and then I realised I hadn't hit record. <laughs> it's a classic problem as old as time. Um, you do need to record it, of course, otherwise it's just a chat, not a podcast. Turns out, we, you know, I often think that um, when two comedians chat, they're like, oh, but we weren't recording this. It feels like a total waste of time. We had a, uh, we a did lovely time. Yeah, we did the opposite, actually. We switched <laughs> off and our first few questions were just for us. More. That's cute, but I will be honest. Like, but yeah, also, yeah, the sponsors won't be happy, so let's maybe, yeah. <laughs> As if it's sponsored, I wish. Well, hello, Ashing. Thank you for doing the podcast and thank you for doing the first bit twice. Um, thank you. You know what's weird? Last night I went to the cinema. I know, cinema during a pandemic, but it was open. It was very exciting. 
and we went to see Tenet. And this won't give any spoilers as much as in the uh, um, uh, reviews and uh, thing. But if you want, spoiler for one minute, just there's a lot of going back and forth in time. time yes. Levels. Right. And uh, that might spoil the first five minutes. But you know what, lads? You'll get over it. Get and over it. Get over it. That, yeah, that and just go really back to the cinema. And just be present and enjoy it now, knowing it's about time travel. Um, yes. And so this feels like we already know how the podcast ends. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. I think that's enough. Now, Ashton B, what was the first cuddle you remember? Huh. 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 I wonder if you could tell me the answer, Lou, because we've already heard. (laughs) (laughs) As I said to you earlier on, which will be a weird (laughs) sentence to say within the context of starting the show, uh, the first one I remember, and I'm pretty sure uh, I, I do remember this, as I say, memory is a tricky thing. Um, mm. As you know, my uh, papa uh, passed away mm. when I was a, a young kid. And I only have about seven or eight memories of him. And one of the ones I have is of, and because I, I, I was trying to think of what's the youngest I can remember hugging. And I don't totally remember like younger than this hugs with my mom. And this is the one of him coming in the back door and me just like running into his arms. And that, you know, that you see kids do it when they see their parents, the, the kind of open, quick V of arms that yeah, towards yeah. the body. And that, yeah. and, and, and he was coming towards me. And some parts of memory are funny because when you're a kid, I, I feel like I do have a visceral memory of that. And probably because it was happening like every day, you know, him coming home from work and me rushing into his arms. Um, that I, I can't, I can't totally tell if it's a photograph matched with a visceral memory, because I can see myself in the memory like a like a picture. I can see little me, yeah. and I don't totally know. And that is the same with a lot of the memories I have in them. I'm not sure if it's the visceral thing plus the memory plus the photographs I grew up kind of staring at um, mm. later on. But that is the one I think I remember. And so much of our memory when we're young is really you thinking you remember. Because you know the way in certain memories, like my dad is always wearing the same outfit. Now, I feel like it, it would have been flagged if he was an unhygienic man at some point. So I feel like it is a bit mad that he was always wearing that blue jumper. Um, yeah. So so that's what I think is my first memory of my first cuddle. And we'll we'll you talk more about daddy cuddles later on, won't we, Lou, in the podcast? Yeah, we, we, we bloody will, actually. Because... Stay, stay tuned, folks. You don't know what's happening, we do. Our whole relationship patterns are absolutely effed mm. from our dads. But, you know, we can take responsibility for that now. We can. Um, More and on that nice. later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now she's asking. Okay, so this one. This oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I think I know the answer, but would you rather go out with someone who got you those presents or was really affectionate? And I'm talking about love languages. And I know love you know languages. what I'm talking about. Well, for those who don't know about love languages, Lou, just in case, yeah. because you and I lose, use a lot of code words because we're so in, d- Google it. Do we have to do everything for you people? Come on. Um, this is a podcast with a side-long workbook. Love yeah. languages are, what I love about the love languages thing when I came across them was there are supposedly five, broadly five love languages that are they're broken into. Words of affirmation. Lou, I love you. I think you're brilliant. 
physical affection. Uh, I want giving you a hug, touching you during the day, whatever. Um, gifts. I got you this present for your birthday. That's how you know I love you. Um, acts of service, which is myself and my sister's big one, which is like, I, drop yeah, drop me to the airport. Boring things that require a bit of like, ugh. Yeah. I often think that shows love in a way. And then quality time. So that phone's off the table. Not lots of time together, but when you're together, some kind of quality to it that it actually matters. I'll do none of them, but I want all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then sixth one is blowjobs. Um, yeah. And so uh, I, I de- what, what I found interesting about it was not more you're trying to find someone with the same one as you. It's that you're making sure you read when someone is doing one for you. So I remember going out with a guy who like didn't say anything nice. Like I'd be on telly, we would watch a show and he's like, well done. And like, I'm like, I was just on TV for an hour. Like, would you not say something? Yeah, but then I realized yeah. like, you know, the first night I stayed over, he'd already bought me a toothbrush or he just like, Aww. there'd be little things in my pillow. And, and that's how he showed love. And I had to learn yeah. to read that. And sometimes it's about being able to say your needs. Like I kind of need you to say something nice. It feels like a very weird space, but I don't want to have to ask, but maybe I do have to ask. And yeah. he probably was like, you never get me anything. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's yeah, not important yeah, yeah. to me. Um, yeah. uh, but then I did say that to a stingy boyfriend before. And he was like, no, I didn't get you anything. Because you said you, you said you hated presents. I'm like, oh, mate, there's a difference. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 there's a, there's yeah. a fine line. You can't just withdraw them all. But <laughs> definitely physical touch. I am like, we are both very physical creatures. And during this mm. pandemic, I did start to wonder, oh, is this, is this does this show me I am actually a creep like I try and mm-hmm. touch people oh like oh my god I love touching people like hands on arms all this sort of stuff and I think um oh that's what we were talking about in the past actually Lou in terms of actors so in yeah. my role as an actor yeah. I definitely think like there's rumors actors are always like sleeping with each other or touchy-feely or like darling this and touching and grabbing mm-hmm. and kissing and I think that comes from that a respect for physical space you cannot have that in the jobs of actors. That first of all, you have to be really okay with being touched as an actor. First of all, in the actual creative role of it, sometimes you have to go in and go, "Where well, this is an audition. Pretend that's your boyfriend. Pretend that's your husband. Pretend that's your child." Yeah. And you have to physically jump in immediately and convincingly display that this is how. And there's nothing worse than seeing two actors with no chemistry or who or like who give each other a peck in a scene. And you're yeah. like, oh, they're two uncomfortable people. Whereas actually, if they had been married for 20 years, they would not absolutely be, you know, just giving each other a peck or like, or, or being weird around each other's physicality. There is a mooch. That's what attracted us to the job. We could be little perverts and get paid. Oh my God, I love it. I'm like, meh. <laughs> you're like, oh, is that actually? <laughs> but I do think it's weird that when I was in your amazing comedy drama, that you didn't try and fuck me. And that's why I brought you on the phone. You were really friends on me. Can I just say, and I'm not sure if Mm. anything you do, you really did friends on me. You know when I was like, hey, Lou, you know, I want you in the show. Lou Sanders, ladies and gentlemen, she's one of my best friends. She's here. Oh my God, Lou, you did an amazing job. The director step in. We go, tell you are amazing. And you like. You had me. Well, you were giving out mixed messages because you had me dressed in a fleece. (laughs) 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 I did. Because I didn't want anyone else to have you. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did. I did um, have you in a little gelée. <laughs> gelée, gelée, gelée. But on that note, it's it's really last year. 
uh, I, I was doing this way up when I was doing the press junkets for uh, um, the Netflix series. I realized like, and I was extraordinarily lucky with the year I had last year with work, but I had basically for a year, people and strangers and sometimes people who I respected and Sir Craft has the job they have to do, but not necessarily people who loved me, touching mm. me 12 or 13 hours a day and with a camera on you. So you go in in the morning and your face gets touched and then you get the costumes put on you and you have to change and unchange in front of people. And mm. then you have to have a microphone put onto your bra by someone and then you're recorded for the entire day and you hope the sound person puts it up and down, but you don't totally know. Someone is into a microphone saying, she's in the toilet now. And then there's a camera yeah. on you filming you. Even in between takes, it doesn't immediately shut down as soon as you say cut. You're on a screen. A lot of producers are watching you and you're just being watched and touched all day long. And then you go to do press for the shows and there's the junkets and people coming in and filming you and just you're just on and touched. And Catherine yeah. was talking about this, Catherine Ryan on her podcast recently. Um, I basically only listen to my friends on podcasts because I feel yeah. like I'm hanging out with them. Um, Liz one, Catherine's one, Sarah's one, um, Brett's one. Um, and uh, she was saying about how, you know, to get yourself into the zone to either do a dramatic scene or do like jokes on a panel show or whatever it is that we do, you have to really get, it's not something you can just switch on. You do have to get into the right zone. And if people are sort of touching you or prodding you or something too much, even though you know that's their craft and their job, ultimately yeah. you can look terrible and do a good job. But it's the most important thing is that you're in the zone. And I think yeah. part of our role as creatives is to work out really nice ways of saying that. Because what happens is when you don't realize that, you can snap. And so yeah. working out where your boundaries are, you know, people knocking on doors, and you have to learn nice ways to say that because you do hold a lot of power on sets and in those press junkets and stuff. And you have to be aware of the responsibility of that power sometimes. But it's okay to say, hey, I really need an hour where no one's touching me. So can I get in early for makeup? And then that, that hour, can we really protect that so I can have a think about my jokes, feel funny, maybe call my mother for a laugh or something. And then I'll come out and I'll be on from the moment I come out. But constantly is, is really, uh, you know, it doesn't make you feel very funny. Yeah. Um, and you're very touched. Like by the end of last year, my body definitely became numb to touch um, because right. I've just been physically touched so much. Um, but not in the right way. But not always in the right way. Yeah, you just feel a little bit like, you know, um, when uh, my sister's a costume designer, when she steps in, she's looking at me, but she's not looking at me. She's looking at the clothes. A makeup artist yeah, yeah, will yeah. come in and look into your eyes, but she's actually looking at your eyelashes. The cameraman will look at your face, but he's actually wondering whether there's light properly on your face. Um, Who's going to massage my soul? Who's going to massage my soul? <laughs> All the numbers relate to your soul. Could be good or you could be foul. 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 How good are you at cuddles on a scale of one to ten? And don't worry about gloating your boating. Okay, so this is a safe place for arrogance is what you're saying. Yes. Or is it arrogant? I would say to those who want them, and this, I worry that I might be a creep, an undiagnosed creep, because yeah. the lack of touching during the pandemic, I just want to touch everyone. I want to hold hands with the man who makes me coffee in the coffee shop. I want to like Aww. sit down and snuggle beside uh, the guy in my local uh, uh, shop. I just want to like touch everyone I see. 
Every time a dog comes up to me, I'm licking them. My worry was that, like, down the line, because I don't see myself doing it. I think it's part being affectionate and part being over-familiar as a personality, um, Mm. which I very much am. Um, And then uh, the third one is then being an actor and not always respecting people's personal space. I don't respect people's personal space. Yeah, neither of us do. And you know what? There's this one comedian in L.A., and I was always like, why don't I love him as a stand-up? I know he likes me, my stuff. And I couldn't, I said to my friend, Andrew, who you know, um, I was like, why? I don't know why he's been a bit off with me. And he's like, oh, do you know what it is? He really hates being touched. <gasps> and when I, I think when I come near him, when he thinks I'm about to bound in and make him feel uncomfortable with a hug and I do it so quickly, I think that made him feel really weird. So the next time I saw him, I said, oh, by the way, I, I don't like to don't like touch. I will I'll just, you know, just, you know, that's fine by me. I'm overly touchy. So always flag it up. And since then, yeah. all is fine because he knew this awful thing wasn't coming. That I thought yeah. it was lovely. And so he relaxed around me. But I definitely worry that I might be a creep. When that happened, it really made me review when am I being over familiar and it's great. It breaks down boundaries and I make friendships very quickly. And when is it forcing myself on someone? I have to have a little bit of a look in the mirror. So mm-hmm. I'd say to those who want them and need them, and I zoom in, I'd say mm-hmm. an eight. I would say yeah. an eight. Yeah. Um, I would say to those who don't want them, it's too much. It's a little bit sleazy and creepy. And they haven't asked for it. So they would probably say two. Can I just say, assume you are a creep if you don't know the person. And if you don't actually know me or have never met me, maybe. I'm just putting that caveat in. Um, but it seems, I often wonder, do creeps know they're creeps? Like, you know, I don't think people walk around and go, creepy, creep, creep. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, you could put this music under anything. 
What's been the best, weirdest or worst cuddle you've had, if you can remember? Best, I was trying to think, well, I was thinking about this and I was like, best cuddle. And sometimes what's sad about a lovely cuddle, especially in a romantic situation is, if the romantic situation ends, you look back on it and the cuddle is suddenly tinged with sadness. You know, because you're like, I like one. I remember that with this one amazing cuddle when I was like finished a job and I finally got to see my boyfriend at the time, and we were in the new stages. And I really believed I would have met the one. And I like arrived at his house after a job, and it was my birthday, and he had a cake all lit, and I didn't expect it. And we held each other, and I was like, oh my god! And the hope in that hug was so amazing. I was like, this is amazing. But now, because that relationship didn't work out, I don't, that's tinged with sadness, the memory of that. I'm like, oh, the hope for little Ashling then didn't fulfill. And I was trying to think about this and I was like, what's the most consistent hug? And it's not even one particular one, but you know, and I know, obviously, my uh, soulmate and best friend in the entire universe, Bronacy Titley. And Bronacy Titley has been my friend for now about 17 years. And she's been through it all with me. And my sister and I are not particularly tactile. But Brona and I, Sinead often says that like Brona hoovers up, you know, the pressure of of me having to be tight. Like Sinead's like, stop, get off. Um, And Brona, when I answer, the dynamic is nearly always Brona coming to my house and I'll cook her lunch. And the the constant memory of my life is opening the door to Brona, us looking at each other and go, let's do this. And then we hold each other. And we do that every single time we see each other at my door over the last well over a decade. And it doesn't matter if she comes over because I'm heartbroken or she's been heartbroken or the best thing has happened or the worst thing has happened. We take that moment. We go, let's do this at the same time to each other. And then we hold each other. And she made me over, speaking of cuddles, the pandemic. She gave birth to my goddaughter just before the pandemic happened. And I've only held her once. And so Brona got made a pillow oh. the size of my goddaughter with her actual face on it, so I could cuddle oh it. My gosh. So that's oh, my consistently best cuddle, yes. even though it's not just one. It's a mm. it's, it's a same. It's like a montage of door open, different outfits. If yeah, it was on a TV that. show, yeah. So Brona C. Titley is my, and none of them are tinged so. backwards with sadness. Do you know what's weird? Myself and my sister Sinead, and uh, Sinead's being talked about, so I'll zoom through this, <laughs> but we are uh, almost psychically connected. We grow up with just, as I say, in and out of each other's memories. Um, and uh, we aren't particularly tactile with each other. Sinead is extraordinarily tactile. She grew up kind of like sleeping beside Mammy at night. Um, her and her boyfriends are also extraordinary. Like her, her boyfriend, she has a husband, <laughs> her brilliant <laughs> husband. You know, she's very tactile with um, uh, uh, her husband, but we're not tactile with each other. And sometimes, like if something bad happens, she'll say to me, "Oh, Ashley, she knows I'm so tactile." She go, "Do you want a hug?" With that same like look on her face. And I and I'm like, "No, Sinead, it's all right. Like we'll talk. Like it's night. Like with acts of service, not not." Um, not touch with each with other. So we don't weird. really hug. Yeah, we'll we'll I, we'll put arms around each other on nights out, like way sister, drunkenly. Yeah. But we don't hug actually. And I'm from a very tactile family. But I was listening to actually Sarah on your podcast, and you know the way Sarah saying she didn't like touching growing up and stuff like that. And I wonder mm. that sometimes the feelings are so intense 
between two people that it's un it, it, the physical it'd be too much to even try and express yeah through touch yeah or maybe you're worried that if you do hug each other it might lead to the bedroom <laughs> mm-hmm. you know Sinead said that one I wanted to like I'm like Sinead Brown and I always walk down the road holding each other and she's like yeah but people might think we're a couple and I'm like but we know we're not we know we're not we know we're sisters <laughs> so that's best weirdest worst cuddle Oh, surely the goodbye after a breakup session. Yeah. The final goodbye. That is awful. We've all had them. But when I remember those moments, because I think when you finally decide to break up, normally if you've had a bad time, it's been coming a while. And when you break up with each other, it's almost like it's finally some honesty. You're back to the two people you met, even though it's awful. You're finally being real with each other and looking at each other going, I knew something was up. Yes, I'm sorry. This is it. I know. Could we work it? No, 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 no. And you're crying and you're both allowing yourself to be truthful. And then eventually it's time for one of you to leave. And that, that, that cuddle. (laughs) Oh, that pain in your heart of that cuddle. They are my worst cuddles. Yeah, without a doubt, you know. And how many like have you had? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to think, well, um, oh, you know, relationships over the years, but that still so gets get that lurk. I think, and I, I was thinking that your, your cuddles and what we talked about earlier on, but we will actually have to talk about in the future now because mm. uh, it comes back. There's something about, definitely in me, a man removing a cuddle that feels absolutely awful down to my inner child. And it feels like a wrench of a cuddle being left. And actually, I'm a bit of a sexist in that way because when a woman cuddles me, I'm like, yeah, see you, bye. And uh, women hugging me, it's always like, I touch women a lot. Women touch me a lot. We're very, you know, we're tactile creatures. But a hug does something else to me when it's from a man. And it it doesn't have to be sexual. My gay friends as well. It's Mm. something about the physical power of that that I'm like, oh, come on. It, it, I can yeah. feel it top up a little bucket somewhere in my heart. I know means, exactly you know. what you mean, but I'm trying to, I'm trying, well, I, I really feel like we give men the power and yeah. I'm obsessed with that at the moment. And I'm obsessed with like what, why we give men the power and how that manifests and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't want to when I'm in a room, give them my energy and, and, mm-hmm. and let my energy live my body to give them the power. And that's how we've been taught for so long and it's subconscious and it has to stop. But that's why... But when it's subconscious, feet. then you're left with all these feelings. When you're conscious, like say where I am now, then you're like, ah, yeah. I've brought it out to do something about it. So one thing I have been doing is EMDR, which I would recommend. I mean, I recommend everyone goes to therapy or does some mm-hmm. kind of like soul searching. The reason being, everyone recommends a bit of exercise, even if it's only a gentle walk. But your soul mm. lives inside you all the time. If you're not mm. tending to that, it's madness. Don't only do exercise when you put out your back. Don't only go to therapy when you have a breakdown. Like slowly yes. tend to your issues as you go along. And then they'll never explode down the other end. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm talking so, to my well, sister here. Yeah. yeah. What's uh, Tell everyone what, um, I, oh. I only know a bit. EMDR, I think they're the letters because Brett does it as well. And it's basically about, it's light therapy. And this might sound wizardry. Do you know what often happens? Because I've got an accent, an Irish accent. Right. Um, (laughs) People hear things that I say that might sound a bit dubious, even if they're fat. Mm. And it sounds Mm. more 
Barkley and Leprechaun yeah. literally in their ears yeah. than it actually is. Anyways, this is light yeah. therapy and it's often used for people with trauma. And basically yes. we hold a lot of our trauma in the right side of the brain. The right side of the brain is all of the emotions. So that's where, and as performers, we're highly right side brain. It's your imagination, it's, um, it's um, you know, your heart stuff, it's all the pictures and stuff like that. Your left side of the brain is more in charge of um, practical things, um, uh, you know, logic, that sort of thing. Um, and the ideal is when the two sides are balanced and one side isn't more inflamed, for want of a better word, than the other. Mm. And when we sometimes when we remember something, and it can be something very traumatic, it can be just being embarrassed at a party. It can just be something that's like, ugh. When we remember it, we go back to it physically. So we're like, oh, I'm there. I can, I can cringe now. Just remember me talking mm. at a party. Rather than remembering something like a picture, and the whole point of EMDR, which is this light therapy, where you look at lights from the left to the right and your eyes go left to right, left to right, left to right. Mm. And they encourage you to go back into this bad memory. So you're there cringing and feeling it. And you're like, no, 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 I don't want to go back here. But you're still focusing on looking at the lights, left to mm. right, left to right, left to right. And what it's sort of doing is activating the left-hand side of your brain to almost take the feeling and turn it into just a photograph. So you can, the idea would be that you can get back to the image of that cuddle or whatever it is and remember it, but not physically be transported back into it so that it causes you so much pain. That's the point of it. And I'm finding that very helpful. And I think the first, the step before that might be bringing an issue or whatever you're feeling to to the um, conscious level and then going, oh, that's the thing. Now, what do I do with it? And there's so much stuff that people can do, like for free as well. Mm. Like, I know it is EMDR is online, so there's some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I would recommend going to Happening. one or two sessions with someone who practices it, and and yeah. spending the money for that, and then seeing that you can sort of do it yourself. I would recommend the holistic psychologist on Instagram yes. if you're listening to this. I really, she puts things really succinctly, and sometimes you just need someone to go, "Is it this?" And you're like, "Oh yeah." Duh. We're doing a service here. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I would um, hope so. You and I love this. Oh, yeah. Do you tell us this one. Who would you most like to cuddle? No one's going to say me. Who would you most like to cuddle? Alive, dead, human or other? I mean, I hate to make this another bloody, you know, uh, uh, dad podcast. You know, mm. I've already discussed it at length on Carrie Cat, our other friend's podcast. <laughs> but when cuddles come up, it is an interesting one. Um, yeah, I think I'd do anything to give me old dad a cuddle again. Yeah. Yeah, that. Oh, I, think I want to cuddle you right now. Oh. When do you most need a cuddle? When do I most need a cuddle? Mm, I think I really love being cuddled. After a, a long string of work, if I've been touched or looked at or talked to by a lot of people who aren't necessarily, who are colleagues yeah. and aren't necessarily friends, the idea of, say, you hugging me or Brett or, or you know, one of our friends, mm-hmm. those moments where I'm like, oh, this person loves me and has seen all the bad bits and good bits and this person loves me to make sure I, I remember I am a real person. I suppose you can get lost in a bit of the fantasy world sometimes. And and that grounding thing that like if, if all of the work went away in an instant, perhaps during a pandemic, who knows, mm-hmm. that this hug by Lee Sanders, my favourite local creep, would be still there. That's, 
I do yeah. a little whisper in the ear at the same time, no, don't, don't I? Don't mind a little whisper, Lou. You don't mind a little, this is nice. Yeah. I hate to be all groovy, but have you heard of the movies? Uh, what's the best on-screen cuddle? Now, with this question, do you mean that I've had? No, or no, no, no. I tend to be a normal person. Interesting. Um, I, I can, for an acting job, of yeah. course, Lou, I, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine what those people must be like. But right now, I, I, I don't, my imagination isn't that big. No. Um, Pretend you're one of the masses. One of the masses? What it must be like? Oh, probably. I mean, this feeds into a job I'm doing, so it's a bit ego-driven. But when I was, like, looking at the part, there is that moment in Home Alone, the original one, with Catherine and... Catherine O'Hara and Macaulay Culkin when she finally comes home and he looks at her like you left me alone and then she's not sure if he is going to run into her arms and it's like mm. oh no and he runs into her arms and it's like even yeah. after all the fighting that they'd seen before it was that yeah. mother son running into their oh, arms nice. you yeah, can really mess up and they'll still come back if they're your kids because it's yeah oh issues years later talking about them on podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about being a good parent they'll come back yeah <laughs> time for the practical examination now it's hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song <laughs> if it's me okay everybody uh get you get your awkward faces out it's time for the snuggle Right, this is the end of the podcast and now you have to rate my cuddle and we have to do it Oh, but I, can I rate your cuddles historically? Can I be yeah, like can rate, a, yeah, we can do a different your yeah. historical you signs? <laughs> yeah, and then I'll rate yours historically. And you just have to be honest. Don't worry about um, don't worry about my ego. Okay. I would say I love your physicality, and there's even a picture of us which we could attach to this podcast, Lou. Of well, do you remember a uh, photo that Idol Sukan took, and it's you oh, and yeah. me on top of each other. When we were doing yeah. that photo shoot, how did he come to that? Oh, do you know what it was? We were both supporting Catherine Ryan at the Apollo, opening yes. for her before she did her very first Netflix special. And backstage, Idle was doing photos of her. And she took this lovely photo of the two of us. And I'm lying on top of you. Clearly mm. no boundaries. I mean, two absolute freaks. No boundaries, freaks. no pants. No boundaries, no trousers, no pants. <laughs> um, glad no boundaries, no trousers. Look. Yeah. Look that one up, one for the fans. Yeah, one for the fans. That's uh, please add five pounds, the only fans. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's, uh, so I would say you're, ve- I would say you're very touchy-feely and to those who want it, like me, great. To those who want, don't want it, too much, you know, too unexpected. Soon, yeah. yeah, whereas I'm the same. To you, who wants it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what are you giving me out of 10 for a cuddle? Because I don't like when people go 11, because I don't want to create a sort of lie where it's an impossibility of that number. Be ten. honest, be real. 10. It. It's 10. 10. Okay. Yeah, I love it. It's physical affection and you give it out to so many people and I can even see you touch people on the arms and when you're listening and it's lovely and I, I feel you're a great connector. I'm going to give you your uh, prize for being on the podcast and it is a condom. It's a dong bag with Ooh, me on the front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the Club Club dong bag. For when we make love. Yeah, yeah. I can put it over my face. It's actually uh, lucky. It's a lucky dong bag. So you can use it to like 
check so the guy. Yeah, really yeah. use it on that special penis. Save it for a now. I'm gonna penis. I'm gonna mark you out of ten. Oh my now. god, I really this is like on Airbnb time. where you say their house is lovely and then you get the review back and they're like they're <laughs> passive aggressive in their emails and you're like ah. <laughs> Energy wise, mm-hmm. it's a ten. But oh my god! Down. But wait, but wait, you get marked down <gasps> for you've got a lot going on. So what I'm saying is sometimes when you give me that hug, you're not always completely in the moment. Okay. Your mind is elsewhere. Who else is coming to the door? Give me a chance to cuddle. Like that. It's different. Like, like a a hug when you're uh, making a dinner for eight people and you're coming in the door. Are you saying, is this my collect? That's what you're basing this on. It's always lovely to see you. You're always very warm. You're very accepting. You're very accepted. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful inside out you're kind you're loving i can feel guys. your heartbeat guys it's all words now guys i don't want to hear it i don't want it guys you've said enough you can't take back what you said guys i'm taking it just... in and i'm leaving no one's taken a nine out of ten this badly actually <laughs> well cut you next time you come around i'm gonna french kiss you but your dinner will be burned how about that oh, okay because i'll well, stay it... at the door with you for five minutes and I'm really finally... make you feel great Let's... And then she gets the what she wants, but she gets her French kiss one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you and I'll see you later. Thank you so much. Okay, so that was Ashton B. Honey to the, if you don't mind me saying. So Ashton B has done a very good series called This Way Up, uh, available Channel 4. You've got to watch it, actually. Lovely series. I'm in episode three, no big deal. Follow Ashton B on Twitter. She's at we miss b w-e-e miss b-e-a and i imagine it's the same on uh, instagram and do you know why i imagine it because i'm looking at it right now on the online and it exactly is so well done her for getting the handle and well done me for 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 just verifying it i suppose thank you so much for listening uh do remember to well you know go online uh, you know cut a club pod Instagram and Twitter and you know like every single meme and tweet and more importantly remember to CC everybody in CC stands for catch a cutie okay goodbye Hi, I'm Gina Martin, a campaigner and writer. And I'm Stevie Martin. I'm a comedian and writer and also we're sisters. We are sisters and we're doing our new podcast, Might Delete Later. It's a podcast about social media, about going back, looking at your embarrassing ones, things you like, things you don't like. And we're talking to all different types of people. So many different types of people. We've got writers, we've got comedians. Maybe we'll get a politician. Maybe we'll get a dog. Maybe I'll talk to a plant. Deal with it. Who knows? It's like a little snapshot into people's social media lives. Yeah, and hopefully it'll make you think more about how you use social media and how you feel about it. So do subscribe on all of the platforms that you usually get your podcasts on and visit at MightDeleteLaterPod on Instagram because we're going to be putting up really fun videos and the things that you didn't see in the podcast episode. Ooh, exciting. Thanks, dudes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.